Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Halachas, Yoradea, Chelik Aleph, Hilchis Nida, Halacha Beis, from the beginning. We dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu'i Nishmas Yosef Bereb Shimon, whose yard site is today. Rav Nosson Zalhir quotes the Pasuk, V'hizartem es b'nei Yisrael mitumosam, that Hashem will, will separate Klal Yisrael from their impurity. And the Gemara says, Mikan shetzrichen lifroish samuch levesto. It's from this Pasuk that our rabbis learn out <coughs> that a, a, a husband must separate from his wife when she's expecting her period. Ksiv ve'el isha benidas tomoso loisikrav. And there's another passage that says <clears throat> to a woman when she's going through this flow of blood, her husband is not allowed to approach her. Alpi hamaymar Rabbi Yochanan Mishtoi. This halacha will be based on chapter 16 in Likut Moran, where Rabbi Nezal says there, ki yefsher latzadik lihiyos machshavtoi meshoitet tomid bechochmois alyoinos. It's impossible even for a great tzaddik to have his mind always thinking of very, very high-level chachmois. You know, it's his, his mind going to, these, to the highest places. Because the Gemara tells us that at times, taking a break from Torah is what guarantees the, the, the continuity of the Torah that a person must sleep, a person must eat, a person must take certain breaks, a person cannot be dovuk in the highest levels of dveikus, of chachma, all the time. Umevoy Rasham Rabbeinazal explains over there, she'ikr ma'shetzorech ha'tzadik levate lefome medveikusoi humachmas ho'anonen demechasyon alaymen that one of the main reasons why it is this way, why even the tzaddik has to take a break from Torah, from this dveikus, from this deep dveikus, is because, because there are these forces of Tumah, these forces of the Sitrachra, Esav and Yishmoel, who are the leaders of the 70 nations. And the Zohar Kodesh refers to them as clouds that cover the eyes. And if the tzaddik would not take this break, then these forces of Tumah can, can overpower the person and, and damage the person's eyes and cause him to, to disconnect from the Chachma completely. Now, during this period of time that the tzaddik is mevatel midvekusoi, he takes this break, oz enov meirois kayoreach. Then his eyes shine like the moon. There's a posuk in Nishmas where it says, enenu meirois kashemesh vekayoreach. That there are times the eyes represent chachma. We know by Odom and Chava it says, vatipokachna ene shnehem. And there are times when the tzaddik is delving into deep chachma, then his eyes are shining like Shemesh. When he's taking the break from Chachma, then the, the terminology that's used is that his sh- eyes are shining like Yoreach. Remember, we have the Posuk, Lahagid Baboiker Chazdecha, Ve'emunascha Baleilois. That during the morning when the sun comes up, 
that's a he'orah of chachma, of chesed. At night, when the sun sets, then the moon takes over. That's emuna. Avo they train Moshiachim. However, when Moshiach will come, both Moshiachs, Moshiach ben Yosef and Moshiach ben David, sheyofutsu ma'inoiseim chutza, whereby they are going to be the most successful in reaching out to the world, that the entire world is going to accept their guidance and their leadership and their authority. <coughs> As the Pesach says, V'noharu elov kol hagoyim, that all nations will flock to Moshiach. V'yehofech lechulam sofa brura, and all nations of the world will be speaking a clear language. They'll all be expressing faith in Hashem and recognition of Hashem. Oz yiskayim v'hoyo or alavono koirachamo. Then there won't be these two different phases, the phase of of the sun and the phase of the moon being different, but rather the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun. And then the great tzaddikim will not have to take this break from the dveikus. These anonim, these forces of Tuma, Esav and Yishmoel will be defeated completely, and all the nations of the world will be drawn to Hashem. Then the tzaddikim are going to be able to have this dveikus continually, without having to take a break. This Rabbeinu Zal presents over there in chapter 16 in Likut Emran. Now Rabbeinu Zal is going to go into a deep discussion and the, the, from this he's going to go into a clarification of the topic of Nida. Ki be'emes, paragraph Aleph. Ki be'emes, bevadai hoyoroi liyozdovuk tomud ba'ashem isporach b'lihefsik rega klal. The truth is, a person should be connected, deeply connected to Hashem 24-7, all the time, without interrupt. Just like we don't stop breathing, the physical, what's keeping us physically alive, we know is something that has to be constant. There's no such thing as, I'm going to take a 20-minute break from breathing. No such thing. So then Baruchni is also spiritually, there shouldn't be any such thing as taking a break from being connected solidly to Hashem. Ki hu chayenu Because Hashem is our life. Hashem is our life. The Torah is our life. Chochma is our life. Ha-chochma ba'oleho, the Pesach says in Koheles. Ach, however, behechrech tzrichen lehizbatelefomim. Hashem has created the world in such a way that we must take a break sometimes. And this is what guarantees the continuity of our seichel. Because at certain times, taking a break from Torah is what will guarantee the continuity of the Torah. Now Rav Nosanzal is going to present a very critical, possibly the most critical, basis for Yiddishkeit. Rav Nosanzal says it's impossible to attach oneself and to really come close to Hashem without emuna. A person is going to say, I don't really believe, but I enjoy learning Torah. I don't you know, I enjoy learning. Every page of Torah is interesting, it's good, I enjoy it. Rav Nosanzal is telling us here it's impossible 
to make a real connection to Hashem and to <coughs> come close to Hashem without emuna, shehi yesoid kol ha That is the foundation of the entire Torah, the entire Yiddishkeit. Kamoshamru, as the Gemara says clearly in Makkas, Bo Chavakuk Veheemidon Alachas. Chavakuk came along and he, he showed that the whole Torah stands on one thing. Vetzadik Beemunoso Yechia. A tzadik lives with Emuna. Ukamoshe Kosov. And as it says also in a Pasuk in Tehillim, Kol Mitzvoisecho Emuna. All of the Mitzvois of the Torah are dependent on Emunah. There's a famous Ramban in Parshas Boi, where Ramban writes there very, very sharply and, and clearly that if a person performs a mitzvah because it's a nice thing to do, because that's kfira, chas v'shon. That's We're doing the mitzvahs because Hashem said so. Mipnei shehatoyra omra. Because Hashem said so. Not because I understand that this is a good thing to do. I understand the depth of this mitzvah. I'm doing it because Hashem said so. V'chol ha'olamais. And all of the worlds that Hashem created. V'chol ha'ne'etzolim, v'hanevroim, v'hanoitzrim, v'hanasim. Rav Nosnazal is using the verbs that are associated with all the four different worlds. Atzilus, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. Kulam oimdim rak al emuna. All of them exist and stand, are supported only by emuna. Kamashikosov, as it says in another pasuk, v'chol maasehu be'emuna. All of Hashem's creations with emuna. Now, where do we see this? Kikishaol is going to give us an explanation now based on the Sifrei Kabbalah of how creation began and the basic steps in the beginning, and that'll give us a much clearer perspective on realizing how dependent everything is on Emuna. Because when Hashem first wanted to create the world, there was no place in which to create. Because all that existed at that time was the infinite light of Hashem. And therefore, Kaviochel Hashem was forced to constrict himself and to remove his divine presence in order to create a vacant space, etc. As is explained in the Zohar Kodesh and the writings of the Arizal. And it's into that vacant space that Hashem shined all the different lights of Chachma and Bina and Das and all the Midois, Chesed, Gvura, Teferes. Until this resulted and evolved in Hashem creating all the different worlds, the hierarchy of worlds, Atzilus, Bria, Yetzira. The Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that when Hashem first did this, the vessels that He prepared were not capable of containing the light. And it resulted in a shattering of the vessels. 
שמשום אחיזה סקליפויס והסיטראחרו, which resulted in a concept of a citra, the other side, klipois. Just, just like when a physical glass breaks, you have the broken glass, which not only isn't a constructive thing, it's a harmful thing. And throughout all subsequent generations, we are involved in sorting this out, sorting out the, the good from the bad, and in repairing this whole situation. As all of this is explained in the first book of the Arizal, the first book of the Kisvi Arizal, the Eitz Chaim, in the beginning. Paragraph base. And this is a known fact in Kabbalah. That the beginning of constriction is Malchus. Because even though when we talk about the ladder of holiness, it starts with Keser, or it starts with Chachma, and then Bina, and then going all the way down, and Malchus is the bottom rung on the ladder. Despite this, Lemala, <coughs> above, <coughs> way, way up above, Betachlis Hamaylo, in the highest place, in Atzilus, or even above Atzilus, Iker Hahascholo, Himebechinas Malchus, Haneelam Be'en Soif. The beginning of all aspects of creation and everything began from the Malchus that's hidden within Ein Soif. Kayadua Lamevinen, as is known to people who are very knowledgeable in Sifre Kabbalah. It's from this Malchus, this aspect of Malchus that existed within Ein Soif, that's where the beginning of all symptom of all formatting of light began. In order to create the world. Because we have a rule that the end of Maisa is the beginning of Machshava. Meaning, an example of this is when a person wants to decide they need a house. The first thought that comes to their mind is not digging out a foundation or bricks and pipes. The first thought that comes to their house is the finished product. What, I want a house that'll look like this. With, with the grass in front and three floors and that's the first thought and the original thought and then they start going figuring out how I'm going to go about doing this all the steps from one to a thousand different steps that it's going to take to get to that finish line we say this Friday night in the Soif that the Soif Maise of creation what was the Soif Maise of creation? Shabbos Shabbos was the end of creation. That was Hashem's first thought, original thought about creation. That there's going to be a Shabbos. There's going to be an Olam Haba. There's going to be a Kuloi Toiv. That kind of concept. So here also, when we talk about the mid, the Sphiros and everything, Soif Maise B'machshov Atchila. B'bechinas, as the Pasuk says, Ani Rishoin Va'ani Achroin. I am the, the first and I am the last, the etc. Ani, 
who bechinas malchus. The Sifrei Kabbalah tell us the term ani refers to malchus. Ani ledoidi vedoidi li. The Sifrei Kabbalah give many examples of this. That this refers to the shechina the malchus. Kayodua, as is known, ukamayshikosu shom bamikra. And as it says in that pasuk, ani achrayin. I am the last one on the totem bowl. I am the malchus, but I am also rishayin. Rishayin is the keser, or which is called ayin. And the word ayin is the same letters as ani. So ani rishayin vani achrayin. And as the pasuk says, koyomar Hashem melech Yisrael v'goyaloi. This is what Hashem. The king of the Jewish people says, who is the king of the Jewish people and the redeemer. Ani Rishoin vani Achroin. Hainu bechinas malchus. The term melech. Bechinas melech Yisroel shenikra ani. This is the melech Yisroel who is called ani. Hu baroish ubasoif. He's in the beginning and he's at the end. Now listen to this. I once heard from my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld. Look at the wording in the pasuk: Melech Yisroel v'Goyaloi. The word Goyaloi is snuck in over there. The word Goal in Atbash is Keser. Gimel becomes a Resh, Aleph becomes a, a Tuf, and Lamed becomes a Chaf. So I am Melech Yisroel. And Goyaloi, I am the Malchus and I am the Keser. Ani Rishoin vani Achroin. Because the Geula will have to come from the highest, highest, highest place, the highest light. Vahaklal, Rab Nosanzal is going to clarify this. Vahaklal, Shetchilas Hatsimsum, Hubechinas Malchus. That when Hashem first started, we said the beginning, beginning was Ein Soif, infinite, infinity. When Hashem started constricting, it started with something called Malchus. O Malchus he bechinas emuna, and Malchus is emuna. Kayadua, as is known throughout the Zohar Kodesh, that ein melech beloyam. The Zohar Kodesh says Malchus is the less lamigaramaklum. Malchus has nothing of its own; it receives from others. Malchus is the levana, the moon, which has no light of its own; it receives from the sun. Just like emuna has no light of its own, it receives from chachma. It receives from from above it. Hainu, what this means is, when Hashem wanted to create the world, Hashem realized with his infinite wisdom that it will be impossible for anything in creation to understand Hashem through chachma or seichel or tvuna. V'yalkein i'efsher lihiyos kiyum lahoylamos al yidei shum mida, and therefore the world will not be able to exist if it depends on Chachma, or it depends on any other, on Netzach, on, hoy, on Chesed. Ki Iker Ki Yumam, Hu Al Yidei She Yoyden Mimenu Yisborach, She Hurav Veshalit Ikro Veshalosh Edecholalmen. Because the whole reason 
the raison d'etre, I think they call it, the whole reason of existence of all the worlds is recognition of Hashem. The Zohar Kodesh says the reason for all of creation is begin the Yishtemoidoenle, so that everything in creation should achieve recognition of Hashem, get to know Hashem. The main key of the world is through knowing of Hashem, which means recognition, that Hashem is the master and the ruler and the foundation and the source of all the worlds. That's the ultimate purpose of all of the different worlds. As the Zohar Kodesh makes this famous statement, Begin the Yishtemoido and lay. You want to know why everything was created? In order, so that everything should achieve recognition of Hashem. That's Malchus. Malchus is when everybody recognizes and accepts that one's authority, the Melech's authority. However, the truth is, it's impossible <coughs> to understand Hashem and to achieve recognition of Hashem through any one of the other midos or spheroes, kim alidei emuna levad, other than emuna. It's only through emuna <coughs> that we achieve recognition of Hashem and realization of Hashem. In addition, it's impossible for any one of the other Midas to reveal their light <coughs> other than via Emuna. You talk about a house, people are in a house, let's say, or you have things in a house. In that house, <coughs> anything outside of that house cannot get there unless it goes through the doorway. It has to go through the doorway, the exit. Here too, Kaviochel, all of these lights are in Hashem, inside of Hashem Kaviochel. There's no way in the world for any of these lights to come out to us unless they go through the exit, through the doorway, which is the Malchus, which is Emuna. Ki malidehu Emuna, shehi bechinas Malchus, shehi tchilas hatsimsum, we said that's the beginning <coughs> of this constriction of things being formatted. It's through the Malchus, through Emuna, that the, all the other Midois and all the other worlds are revealed. Because Hashem saw that it's impossible, it's impossible for man or anyone, <coughs> anything, to achieve Hashem, to achieve recognition of Hashem and understanding of Hashem through any kind of seichel, no matter how smart you are. Ki les Because it says clearly in the Zohar Kodesh, no mind can comprehend Hashem. Alkein loy hoya efsher Therefore, it was impossible for Hashem to create the world <coughs> without first constricting Himself and removing, in, to a degree, His divine presence. 
What did he constrict? What did he remove? With Hashem's infinite wisdom, Hashem was the chachma, the light. To the point where he removed the chachma and seichel completely from a certain area. So that that location, that area, was void of all Chachma and all Seichel. Which is the essence of Hashem. We know the Torah begins, That there was darkness. What is darkness? Darkness is the absence of Chachma. Chachma is light. Chachma Sodom Toir Ponov. So Hashem removed all the Chachma. And the only thing that remained from all of that Chachma and Seichel was Emuna. Hashem created a power. He instilled a power in all of the worlds and in all of creation to give the, give the ability to realize to believe in Hashem. To realize to believe in Hashem even without, understand, without seeing Hashem. Without understanding Hashem. Just listen carefully. Rav Nassim is clarifying. He's adding another line, another line, to show us clearly, crystal clearly, what the place of Emuna is in Yiddishkeit and in creation and everything. Ube'emes, the truth is, hu pele godol. This this whole concept of Hashem constricting the is an incredible wonder. Kamuva bamokamacher, as is discussed in other places in our Sforim. Ki emuna hu pele godol. Because emuna, faith, is something wondrous, pele. as it says clearly in a Apostolic in Yeshaya, oide shimcho ki osiso pele, Hashem, I give praise to your name because you have done wonder, you've created wonders, Eitzos meirochoik emuna oimein. You created these eitzos meirochoik emuna. That emuna is called pele. Now we know again, pele is a term that's used to refer to keser. Pele is the letters aleph. Aleph is the keser. And here we're being shown that emuna ani rishon vaniachron. That emuna is pele. It's something pele. Just like we showed earlier, the goyaloi, melech the goyaloi. Ki emuna hineflois tomim deim. Because emuna is something incredible, incredible. Ki bedovor shemevinim bahasechel, ein tzrichen lahamen, ve'ein anikre emuna. Because in those things which we understand or see, you don't need emuna. You understand it, you see it. Ve'ikra hu emuna hu bema she'ein mevinim bahasechel. Where emuna applies if is in those areas where we don't understand the imkain, and if that's the case that I don't understand it, it doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It's not rational. How does a person come to realize 
that I should believe this even though I don't understand it. I don't see it, I don't understand it. This is one of the most incredible wonders. Hashem created, Hashem with His infinite wisdom, created within our brains, within our minds, He created this ability to give us the ability to constrict our intellect, to limit our intellect, and to trust, to trust and believe with faith alone, where does this come from? Rav Zal explains that we've spoken about this many times, that when you, pour, when you have oil in a bottle, when you spill out the oil, spill it out, turn over the bottle and spill it out and hold it upside down like that for 10 minutes. It's empty, right? It's completely empty, right? Wrong. There's a film, there's a little bit of film if you stick a tissue inside that bottle and you swirl it around, you're gonna see it's got oil. How, how could it be? I, I emptied it out. You emptied it out, but some oil, a reshimu remained, an imprint remained. This is a term that's used in Sifrei Kabbalah, that many times when a person goes to a very high place, they connect to a very high light, and they come back down, even though they came back down, they left that light, an imprint of that light remains with them. So here, even though we're using this terminology that Hashem removed His Chachma, He removed His light from the place, from the Rishimu that was left there, that's what, has, that's what gives us the ability to believe. To have, that's what gives us the sense, the brains, to believe. The intelligence to be smart enough to know that we can't understand everything and sometimes we have to believe. Just like if you recall a few pages ago, Rav Zal discussed business, doing business. And he said that it's just about impossible to find a situation of people who do business, earn a living, where there isn't some element of trust involved, some element of faith. That you have to trust the guy in China, you have to trust the, the, the ship, you have to put some, there has to be emuna involved, some degree of emuna. Ki de because we have this famous expression in the Gemara, where the Gemara says, even though the person doesn't actually see something, mazle chazi, their neshama sees it, senses it. Sometimes a person suddenly feels that they have to go, they have to leave a place. Why? Well, why you, you didn't see it. I have a feeling I have to leave. And the Gemara uses this terminology, even though the person doesn't actually see. Again, there's no chachmet, the, the neshama senses. There's something inside that senses a danger or senses a reason why a person has to go to a place or leave a certain place. Because even though the person doesn't really understand it intellectually, Afalpikim, despite that, Maven they realize from the distance, Sheroi Loilahamin, that it's the right thing. I have to believe. I have to have trust. Because when a person really wants to look for the truth, the person's searching for the truth, and they want to really be honest, 
the person realizes clearly that we have to believe there has to be an element of trust and faith. The person realizes themselves that they cannot understand this right now with whatever seichel they have. The person must believe. We know that when students are studying in a class, a person is studying from a teacher, any type of limud, it has to begin with a certain element of trust. Person, the teacher says something, I don't understand that. Shut up. I, you know, I didn't tell you to understand. Just listen. I'm gonna, I'm, we're putting pieces of a puzzle together. You don't have to understand right now. Trust me. Trust me. And just absorb a piece, a piece of it. Suddenly, a whole, suddenly you see a beautiful piece. Wow, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize. Of course you didn't realize. You know, you don't, when you're f- first starting to learn about it, of course you don't realize. You have to have, a, you have, to have emuna, trust. The person has to believe with, with pure faith. What the, this is related to what the Zohar Kodesh says, that tzedek, when it connects with emes, it becomes emuna. What the, the point that's being made here is, that emuna is dependent on emes, trust, I should believe. If I know a person's a liar, if I've seen that someone's a liar, don't tell me to trust them, don't tell me to believe what they're saying. So the term emuna is dependent on something else, it's dependent on emes. Even though at this point in time, I don't understand it at all, Despite that, when a person is looking at the truth, they're looking for truth, they're looking for honesty, the person will realize that it, it makes sense, it's the right thing to believe in Hashem and to believe in Tzadikim to believe that there are good people in the world. Even though, I see, even though this is an oilama sheker, even though I see there's so much sheker, if there were only sheker, the world would cease to exist. So there has to be emes. I have to search for it, have to look, and, and have to be careful not to fool myself. Again, this whole search is dependent on emes, 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 emes. But in the process, there's gonna have to be an element of trust. Now, sometimes a person puts their trust and faith in something, and they find that they were wrong. I trusted you, I did, and, and you, you betrayed my trust. So I realized I made a mistake. I thought this was MS. I see it's not MS. I realize I have to search further. Now I have to con- continue searching for MS. We know that Rabbi Nezal says that the Itzahara is called Koyach HaMedame. Medame means similar, like that this is the Yetzirah's power. He has the ability to make himself look like the Emes, just like it's real. I was just talking to somebody today. Some of the biggest businesses in the world are cases where people took a brand, a famous brand, 
Tiffany or, or a, a brand of clothing. Every, there's always these new things that come out. Well, you want to buy this jacket of this brand? It costs $500, $800. The jacket is worth 200 bucks. It costs $50 to make it in China. A normal price is $200, but because it has this brand, and this brand has become popular, everybody wants to have that kind of jacket. And again, they're paying seven, $800 for it. So what do you do? Go to China, have them make an exact replica of it, either exact or clo as very close to it, where people cannot see the difference. Cost you fifty dollars to make. You sell it for two hundred or four hundred, half price, half price sale, and and people are running to imagine. I can get the Tiffany. I can get this super super brand for half price. Whoa, who won't buy it? But, but it's medame, it's not, it's not the real thing. Even though the material might, because one of the elements that they bought it, they wanted that brand name. And sometimes they'll fake the brand name or they'll put a name close to it using a similar name. And again, within there's all kinds of legal loopholes or legal non-hoopholes where cases where the real company will find out about this and they'll sue the person, they're stealing, they're fooling the public. They're making it appear as if this is the real, and it's not. This is the world that we're in. This is, you know, a major, major element in, 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 in the business world. Any questions? Morning, Rav Nelson. I have a quick question. I just would like to get the Rav's opinion. So, I remember, I don't remember where, but I remember hearing that sometimes in business, you, you can sign a lease, you can do a business deal with someone. And yeah, halacha, it's amazing. But if you aggravate others, or cause damage to third parties or whatever it is. Um, the question is like, in other words, holistically it's right, but there's, there's like a, like what you were saying, like your neshama sees that there's something, but the guy's like, I'm right. Exactly. There, there are different, there is all kinds of levels in this. There's levels of person, there's an expression, don't be dead right. Don't be dead right. A person has the legal right to cross the street. It was my right of way. And, and they crossed and they got killed. And they come to the heavenly court and said, I, I don't know, I don't understand. It was my right of way. It was your right of way. You should have looked because not everybody respects the right of way and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So there's levels and levels. The Gemara has many examples of this. The Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch of different levels of honesty different levels of honesty and integrity and certain things which technically you're allowed to do it but you shouldn't do it you shouldn't do it and there's all kinds of levels in this all kinds different levels of honesty of emis they call it the fifth shulchan exactly that's another point that there are four the shulchan aruch is 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 based on four categories orachayim yoradeya evanezer chosh mishpat but they say there's the fifth shulchan aruch which is common sense, which also has to play a very important role. That sometimes even a person says, no, no, look, it says you're allowed to do this, or it says you're not allowed to do this. And, and sometimes there's that fifth shulchan aruch, a certain level of common sense, where a person has to know that even if technically they're allowed to do it, they shouldn't do it, and they can get in deep, deep trouble for doing it, chas v'shalom. A question in the chat, which comes Thank first? You. Emuna or Das, first, <coughs> Rav Nosanzal says that Emuna comes from a Rishimu of one's Das. Then he says that Emuna is the, the first. Or does Emes come first? 
The answer is, let's continue. Rav Zal is explaining. He's putting in pieces of a puzzle that are going to make it clearer and clearer. And the most important thing to know is that Emuna and Das are really one. Ani Rishoin Vani Achroin. So to a degree, it's very hard for us on this level to be able to say which is first. On one hand, everything started from Ein Soif, which is the top. But yet we're being told here that in terms of creation, creation had to begin from Tzimtzum, which is Emuna, which is Malchus. Paragraph Gimel. Vaklal, Vaklal. Now to summarize again, Emuna is the foundation of all of the worlds and it's the foundation of the entire Torah. It was impossible Kaviochel Fashem to create any of the worlds without first creating this Mida of Emunah. To put into the Chachma, to put into the Seichel the ability to believe in the truth. Despite the fact that the person doesn't understand it at all. And this is really the essence of that beginning of the constriction, where we're told that Hashem created a vacant space. Hashem constricted His divine presence. We said this Seichel is the Atzmius of Hashem Kaviochel. Because Hashem is the essence of the essence of Chochmah, as is known. And when Hashem removed His presence, it means He removed the Chochmah, the Seichel from there. That area remained vacant with no Seichel. The only thing that remained there was emuna. Laila, night is darkness, right? At during the night in the darkness, you don't have chokhmah there, you have emuna there. Meaning that we believe with pure with faith alone without understanding, without rationalizing. And the moment that that situation was created, the moment that that chalapani was created, that Hashem created this possibility of being able to believe in Hashem without understanding, Hashem immediately started feeding His light, His divine presence, into that vacant space. Which this, this divine presence refers to all of the different spheres and all of the different worlds. 
from the top of the top of the top, which is the top of Atsilus, to the bottom of the bottom, which is the lowest part of this physical world. As the Pesach says, that all of Hashem's creation, all of it, all of it was be'emunah. It had to start with emunah. Step one was that simpson. Had to create a keli. Had to create a vacant space. You want to put up a building? First thing you got to do is vacate an area. Clear the area. Ki achakach, because afterwards, when this Mida of Emuna, which is the beginning of Tzimtzum, after the Mida of Emuna, which is Tzimtzum, was already there, Oz yesh koyach, yesh bekoyach legawai selekusi isborach alidei Tzimtzumim shelasechel. Now it's possible for Hashem to reveal his chesed and his netzach and his gvura via the tzimtzumim of seichel. Shehem klal kol hamidois v'hasfirois shenizgalu betoy chatzimtzum shalachalponi. By which we're referring to all of those different midois and all of the different sfirois which were revealed inside that box. Inside that vessel, that chilas, that simsum, that simsum of the cholaponi, which means inside of emuna, kize klal, because this is a rule. Shal yedei emuna zoychen acharkach lahoven adover besechel. We know that this is the way it works. We said it this morning when we put on tefillin. Veirastichli beemuna viodates Hashem. Step one is emuna. Then comes Yediyah, Kimavura Boha Aleph Beis, as Rabbein Azal speaks about this in Sefer Amidois, in the paragraph of Emuna, Ukomeshekosav Rabbein Azal al Posik, Vayehi Yodav Emuna, Adboy Hashemesh. Rabbein Azal quotes this Posik during Milchemes Amolek, when Moshe Rabbeinu and the Jews were doing battle against Amolek. It says that Moshe Rabbeinu's hands were outstretched in Emuna until the sun set. But Rabbeinu Zal teaches it that first comes Emuna and then comes the sun. Adboy Hashemesh. Hainu Kanal. At what we just said. At first, a person cannot understand, cannot rationalize using their intellect. Because in the beginning, beginning, all there is is infinite light. There's no formatting what? There's no format. There's no shape or format whatsoever. As Rabbein Zal speaks about this in chapter 22 in Likudim Because even though, even though, let's say we talk about the Oilam Hoatzilus or the Oilam Habria. Once we're talking about inside one of those worlds, there's tzimtzum already. There is tzimtzum. But still, but to us down here on earth, that tzimtzum is bechinas ein soif. To us, that's infinite. <clears throat> person would say a reservoir. You have a reservoir that has 600 million gallons of water. Can you drink from it? Can you take a shower from it? 
The answer is no. As far as I'm concerned, that's ain't safe. I need pipes and canal, I need all kinds of things till it comes down to me in a manner that I can utilize that water. The reservoir, the fact that there's a big reservoir doesn't help me at all whatsoever. To me, that's ain soif. Ki malchus hu bechinas ein soif keneget keser da'asiyah kayadu'amuvan because it's known in Sifrei Kabbalah that the bottom of, of the 22nd floor is higher than the top of the 21st floor. The bottom, the malchus of Yitzira is a higher, is considered infinite, ein soif compared to the keser of Asiyah. V'yalkein and therefore Therefore, when you're starting out, <coughs> whenever you're starting out, you need to know that you cannot understand using your rationale. When you're first starting out, the first day of school, the first day of high school, the first day of first, everything is ein soif. You don't know anything. Just shut up and listen. What do you mean, listen? You're, you could be selling me to Brooklyn Bridge. You could be selling me all kinds of lies. If that's what you think, go to a different school. If you're going to this school, you're going into this class, you must start off with an element of trust because there's no way in the world as a teacher starts teaching new subject matter, something you didn't learn, there's no way in the world for you to understand, for them to explain it in a way that you will be able to understand from the first minute everything that's going on. There's all kinds of building blocks that you need. <laughs> First, you have to have complete faith. No seichel. Nobody's asking you to understand. Don't understand. Just listen and accept. That's that simsum. That's that cholol aponi, which was step one. And then when a person is solid in their faith, Oz Hashem Yisporach Meir Einov, then Hashem opens their eyes. And then the person gets to understand it with their intellect. That's step two in creation, where after Hashem vacated that area, then he shone different lights, all kinds of different lights into that area. Inside of that simsum, that simsum again is emuna. Once you have that keli, that malchus, that emuna, then we can give you that, you can, you can receive das. You'll be able to receive knowledge that you can understand. I was just in a house yesterday and they had a puzzle, one of these puzzles, a thousand pieces. And you look at, it comes with a picture on the box, a picture of what it looks like, and a thousand little pieces. You look at any one of those pieces or ten of those pieces, it doesn't make any sense. If, you didn't, if somebody threw away the box and, and, and you were looking at it, there's almost no way in the world that you could put that together. LMI, by looking at that picture, looking at the box, the soif meiser, looking, somebody shows you a picture of what it's supposed to look at at the end, now, again, if you, if you put aside your, you put aside your seichel, I don't have to understand how it's going to work. I just have to go one piece at a time, a piece and another piece, another piece, and wow, look at that, it ends up fitting together and it forms a perfect picture. Mamish, perfect. When you first looked at it, when you first saw part of it and you saw the other 800 pieces on the floor, 
there's no, that's not going to look, this is, this isn't going to look like any, this is just a big mess. It's not a mess. It's a perfect picture. Just, at, you have, you have to trust, you have to have to go into it with this element of emunah and start piece by piece, adding a piece, adding another piece, adding another piece, and, and then it all fits together. Question. Could, could this be in the Mishnah in Avos that says, Chachmoso, Kodem, 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 the Chachma will not last. It, it won't work. If he puts his Yira in front of the Chachma, because Yira is synonymous with Malchus, is synonymous with Emunah. There's an the, there's a expression, El Molei Moira'o Shal Malchus, Ish Esrei That Malchus is called Yira. Moira'o Shal Malchus. See? And the Mishnah says, Imein Yira, Ein Chachma. But one second, it also says, Imein Chachma, Ein Yira. You're right. If there's, the, there the term Chachma means this Emes. You have to start, there's an emes ve'emuna. There's something that has to come before. The first thing that comes is Hashem. Hashem is emes. Now, the emes has to create a keli, which is emuna. And once you have emes and emuna, now you can start shining chachma into it, start shining all of these other lights into it. It could also be the nasa initial, Exactly. Had it, when, when it came to Hashem offering the Torah to the world, he offered it to the different nations, and each one of the nations was, uh, came back with Chachma. I, I want to understand what you're showing me. Hashem said, you want to understand? Watch this. I'm going to give you exactly what you need to disqualify you. You're coming to me like a Chacham? I'm going to give you exactly, you're going to hear exactly what it says in the Torah to show you that you have, you're not in the Torah. The Torah says don't kill. Don't kill. We live by the sword. Okay, you're out. And it came to the Jewish people. They said, We accept. We're committed. We're signing. Now, so Rav Nosanzal asks this question. One second. Nishma means to hear. Can, uh, can a child tell a parent, I'm going to do what you want me to do, and then I'll hear, then I'll listen to what you want me to do. That's not possible. The word nishma there means to understand. And Rav Nosanzal brings proof from many psukim that nishma, that again, that our attitude towards Hashem was naseh, we're in, I'm in, I signed, I'm committed. Based on what? Based on emuna, based on trust, based on that you are emes, Hashem alikechem emes. So I believe the nishma, when I'm, when, when I'm capable, I'll understand. I'll try to grow every day to learn a little more, to understand more and more. That's authentic Yiddishkeit. Question, can we explain how we counter secular psychology that says religious people believe not because they sense the MS, but because they want to believe, because they just don't want to accept that it's meaningless, that life is meaningless, <laughs> and everything ends with death, and so they kind of fool themselves. The answer is, it's these, it's these psychologists and secular, they're the ones that are fooling themselves. What Rav Nosanzal quoted the Gemara, Afal gaf mazli that it's true, that even though we don't see, we don't understand, there's the truth inside of us, there's the neshama, 
There's the part of Hashem inside of us that's this nekuda of emes that wants to believe, that, that knows that it's the right thing to do. And, and these other guys, these secular psychologists, are, are being fo- they're fooling themselves into thinking they're smart enough that, that, again, if it doesn't make, if I don't understand it right now, then it's not true. And if you recall a few pages ago, Rav Nassau went into that in depth, that, that the person, you cannot survive, you cannot succeed in this world with that attitude. You cannot survive if you only accept what you see and what you understand. Impossible. It's not only a Jewish thing. No, 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 no. It means <clears throat> that that the psychologists, the secular psychologists, say that that uh, that the reason why religious people, religious all types of religions believe, is because they 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 want to they, they don't want to accept the fact that life is meaningless and everything ends with death and they're fooling themselves. These stupid idiotic idiots are foolish enough to think that all of this. Has, this doesn't have a purpose to it. Again, two big rocks collided in midair six billion years ago, and that resulted in an amoeba and an ape and a bit, and that's how we have the world with the trees and the leaves and the, and the red flowers and the orange, the yellow flowers and winter and summer. It's all an evolution of two big rocks colliding in midair six billion years ago, or the other silly, ridiculous theories that, that the scientists and the philosophers and the psychologists who don't believe in a Hashem, you know, try to come up with. You know. if, you, if they're calling the religious people the ones that, who have the problem of, of not coming to terms with the meaningless... Uh, uh, with the truth, exactly. We're the ones who are... Fo- they're the ones who are really honest. We're fooling ourselves. We're lying to ourselves, you know, in order to, to, to try to find some meaning to life which is really meaningless. Their lives, are mean, their lives are meaningless. Without Hashem, without religion, they're 100% right. That their life has no meaning or purpose to it. And here, Nassim is saying that the reason, the real truth is that it comes from the Rishimu of Alikos that's within every honest human being. Exactly. Exactly. We're still building. We're still building. Rav Nassim is not finished. And yet, Hashem, the next year, the next year, it's going to become clearer and clearer. And MS and Chachma, all of these qualities, and thereby not to fool ourselves to live the right kind of life and to see the Gaula Shleimah Bimhera Amen.